Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about everything wisdom, wellness, and woo, providing inspiration and education for you and your the listeners. Today, I have a special guest on with me, and his name is Luke Healy. Luke is the co-founder of Integral Christian Network, an endeavor to help further the loving evolution of Christianity and the world. He is passionate about pioneering innovation in forms of spiritual community, in gathering like-minded and like-hearted pilgrims on the spiritual journey, and making mystical experience of God accessible in individual and collective practice. Luke's first powerful mystical experience came at a young age, when the depth of God's love came home in a way that could never be separated from him. As he grew, religious forms provided structure and community, but he always longed for more and better ways to live out this transforming love together with others in deeper community and communion. He began a search for deeper expression and understanding among the mystics and philosophers until an eight-year dark night bringing him to the end of mind as the answer and then resurrection. Luke came alive in an embodied awakening filled with the, quote, deep surge of love, as Teilhard de Chardin calls it. The integral framework provided the map and the mystics the resonance. He now seeks to bring together scattered mystics and spiritual voyagers to do the work of loving evolution of meaningful connection, of participatory and creative mysticism to bring forth greater consciousness, freedom, and love. Wow. Welcome, Luke. So glad that you're here on the Integra podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Heather. It's so good to be here. Um, yeah, I'm glad glad to join in this conversation. And I love that wisdom, wellness, and woo. Um, <laughs> Grace all of that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because we all need it. We need that multidimensional uh, approach to life, don't we? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I always love to ask my guests to share their story to where they are now. And so if you would like to do that, I would love to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, you shared a bit of it there in, in uh, mm -hmm. the introduction, but I'll fill in more with the, the life and energy of it. Yeah, I grew up in um, into a, an evangelical conservative Christian uh, home and background um, and had some early trauma as well uh, to go with that. And so, uh, yeah, spirituality and religion became a core part of my life. That was sort of the structure that that held things together for me um, and growing up in that um, really fundamentalism was mm -hmm. an essential piece of, um, of keeping it together in some ways. So mm -hmm. for all of its uh, damages and, and difficulties, there was some benefit to it as well. And I come to appreciate um, some of the good qualities even as have evolved beyond that. But um, as you alluded to, I had a, an early mystical experience that just 
And I wouldn't have recognized it at the time, but there was just mm-hmm. this anchoring knowing of God's love mm-hmm. um, being inseparable from me, even though I had experience of family love being separated and taken away. So, um, yeah, that always that always kind of um, provided the the spark, the flame inside of the the solid constructed walls of <laughs> of religion um, mm-hmm. that were built kind of brick by brick. And and I really took to it. I I remember sitting in Bible class. I went to a Christian school, and I was mm. sitting in the front row taking taking notes, just very very copiously and studiously. And other kids were asleep on the floor in the back, but. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I was seeking it, right? I was seeking it. Yes. And, and yet there was also this inner like discomfort and kind of um like wow, like I've I'm have I have this inner knowing, this inner experience, this passion, this love, and mm-hmm. and what I see around me is kind of not always that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it took a while um to to really start to see through some of the the pretense and the pretending and the mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the trappings that come with uh, institutionalized and, and um, you know, fundamentalist religion. But mm-hmm. but I, I sought the mystics. I read, um, you know, I was like, OK, I want to I want to go to those people who've had that those experiences. And I would, mm-hmm. you know, kind of look at the footnotes and find other books. And, and I, I strayed far off the um, the evangelical reading list, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, found my way into yeah, just just broader expressions um, and understandings and experiences, and so those bricks kind of started to fall apart. And once the the cracks came in, it was you know wasn't too long before I found my way through into broader horizons. But I I did always kind of want to keep um, keep growing, keep improving. Like okay, there's something wrong with this, but how can it be better? Mm-hmm. And I really focused first on forms and structures. Like oh, it, it's probably maybe it's the way we're doing this whole church thing. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of this doesn't really make sense to me. Like the early church was really different than what we have now. And where did this right. come from? Like the 17th century, I don't know. Like, what are we doing? So <laughs> I first started experimenting with, with forms, like trying mm-hmm. out house churches or these, these other movements within kind of this post evangelical mm-hmm. um, world of the nineties and two thousands. And yeah, so that eventually led into, um, yeah, starting a new monastic intentional community, which was Mm -hmm. a group of folks of us living together, kind of taking some of the monastic ideals of a rhythm of life and uh, contemplative uh, forms of practice and, and sharing things in common, also sort of like the early church, uh, and, and trying something different in that way. And it was, um, you know, it was intense, and it was beautiful, and it was messy. Mm -hmm. Uh, also kind of like, all right, now we figured it out. This is the ultimate form and uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of building up the spiritual ego in our, as our, you know, idealist 20 uh, somethings without of kids course. and without a lot of normal life stuff, you know, like, right. well, we can do this now, but um, yeah, it's a whole other longer story, but it also that tied into the, the dark night experience um, that mm, I had okay. for eight years. I had been, of course, throughout all the forms and explorations, I'd still been continuing to read the mystics and and practice, I kind of found my own way into contemplative or mystical practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of guidance in that in the evangelical world or right. Christianity. <laughs> so I would just sit in silence and be with God and, and you know, learn what I could from, from uh, mostly, you know, mystics from a few hundred years ago. But mm-hmm. um, so that had continued to unfold, but it just, yeah, brought me to a point of, um, of a sudden dissolution and, and uh, being in this inner cave of mm-hmm. emptiness. Mm-hmm. And, 
there, there's a whole longer story to all that, but yeah, eight years of this inner, inner dark night. And that coincided with the, the community was a little before, but the community fell apart. My wife and I left, um, moved, moved to another city and, um, yeah, just really struggled, uh, through that period. I mean, mm. it was really a death of the spiritual ego and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, probably, probably more than just the spiritual ego. I would come home from work and I'd just be so exhausted. I, I kind mm. of felt like some teaching and, um, my poor wife, you know, just <laughs> putting out like, what, what do you do? You know? So uh-huh. it was a long period of, of engaging with or, um, you know, get into like, the boats just kind of kept being pulled away and I'm just Mm -hmm. left in the river. And, um, yeah, that was, that was quite an experience. But after, after eight years, yeah, I had this, this deep inner awakening, uh, I would call it, um, most akin to like a Kundalini experience of just Mm. this spondic free flowing, never ending energy coming forth and rising into my heart, um, with this bliss and, and presence and Mm -hmm. uh, that continues to this day uh, many years later so um yeah that really shifted a lot of things uh (laughs) I spent about a year kind of wrestling with that like okay what 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 how do I live into this new energy this new experience Mm -hmm. and eventually um, quit my job moved again uh and was searching for yeah what expression what way of living could um could be in harmony and in resonance with this new reality that I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. That's what led me into meeting Paul Smith, who's the mm-hmm. um, integral Christian network with me. And uh, we just had this instant connection, this, this oh. mystical resonance. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 79 at the time, I think, or 80. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, I was 35 or so, I think. And um, yeah, just, just really had this, um, this immediate soul knowing that we were, um yeah we were spiritual soulmates and uh yeah so love it met met together every week for seven or for a year um uh-huh. we've met now for every week for seven years but um, <laughs> that led into to starting the work I'm doing now so oh I love that I love that and um wow what what a beautiful journey that you have had to where you are now and the uh, co-founding of the Inter- Integral Christian Network. Sometimes it's hard to say that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So give us kind of an overview. I know it's very deep. I read the um, I read the introduction within your website, uh, which is IntegralChristianNetwork.org, and. It's really, there's so much depth there um, because uh, that's really what spirituality is about, is that deep connection. Um, But can you kind of give us an overview of uh, Integral Christian Network? Absolutely. Yeah. So we... um... Yeah, Paul Paul Smith, I'll start here. So Paul Smith, mm-hmm. I found him because he had written a couple books um, about integral Christianity. Okay. Uh, and I had been studying with uh, Richard Rohr and um, some other contemporary mm-hmm. Christians and found uh, through that some teaching of, of integral or integral theory. Um, mm. Some people might be familiar with Ken Wilber um, and his mm-hmm. integral 
map of consciousness. And he mentioned Paul Smith a few times because Paul wrote the book Integral Christianity, which really um, kind of looks at the evolution of consciousness within mm. the um, the Christian context, right? So how churches right. evolve over time, how consciousness evolves, how we encounter spirit. Um, and I read that book with just such resonance and appreciation mm-hmm. of like, wow, this is, this is like the story of <laughs> what I went through in those forms. Ah. And also the, the inner experience of, um, you know, really looking at the best parts of some of that um, charismatic spirit uh, way of engaging without all kind of the the trappings of the, <laughs> the unhealthy forms of that that right that and so um yeah so so that was kind of the the foundation of this sense of uh, of integral which really has a lot of meanings it's a big theory and you know it's not just Wilbur it also goes back to integral yoga and Sri Aurobindo mm. and uh, Jean Gebser and these other um, thinkers in the 20th century and and, and philosophers and and spiritual teachers um, mm-hmm. looking how consciousness unfolds and how we how we integrate and evolve at the same time so mm-hmm. we really sought to to form this community because you know paul had written these books and over the years a lot of people had sent him emails like where do i find this what you know mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my church is so different from this like what uh-huh. you know what what's out there that i can um you know be with others who are are trying to pursue spirituality like this yeah. and so um i had felt the same way like where's where's the community around this right yes. where can basis of engagement and um and so yeah as we as we we'd been meeting i you know i was like hey you know <laughs> there's this thing now called zoom and the internet and <laughs> you know there's really a lot more possibilities for connecting so this was 2018 you know so this was okay. pre-covid so um yeah the first year we were you know kind of having to train a lot of people on what zoom was and how to use it and uh-huh. you know something embarrassing but um <laughs> we um yeah we really wanted to bring people together around uh, practicing embodied mysticism as a mm-hmm. means of consciousness transformation to be a form of the mystical body of Christ, to really live mm-hmm. that out, to participate in it, to engage in it, um, in what we call we space, which Ooh, is yeah. collective, collective communities of of shared practice together. Um, and so, yeah, the heart the heart of ICN is to um, that we're gathering a global community of dedicated mystical practitioners for the loving evolution of Christianity and the world. Oh, I just love that. I love that whole thing because a lot of people and you know that are out there who may have be sensitives, empaths, light workers, whatever that they connect with, um, it can feel very isolating and uh, not know who they can talk to about it, you know, and, uh, you know, as they evolve, people fall away, you know, because and being able to find a community of like minded, like spiritual individuals um, is, is important. So I just love that you all, um, have this. And I love that you all started in 2018 on Zoom because you all were ahead of the game <laughs> before <laughs> the whole COVID thing hit. So yeah. um yeah, I love it. So um you're all online. Um and for I mean we're listening online, we're listening to a podcast online, but um I have noticed when I've talked with people and uh because you know as a as a practitioner I do energy healings and other things and um explaining to people that 
uh, it's all energy that you can, you know, it's basically the quantum field of consciousness, however, whatever wording that you use that um, we're all connecting in that way. So how, um, how do you all kind of get over that hump for people um, maybe who are listening out there and they're like, but I really, I was used to going to a physical space for my uh, spiritual practice or church. How do you um, help guide people through that? Mm, yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And, and it is a, a big one, you know, we're, we're in this time period where, yeah, COVID, COVID really kind of opened the, the Overton window, right? This kind of um, like space for what is possible and how mm -hmm. we engage with other people. And there were lots of, lots of obviously horrible things about COVID and, mm. and um, you know, terrible elements to it, but it was also, you know, a big shaking of the world and it opened up um, different ways of engaging with people like, like through Zoom is one of the, mm -hmm. the, the main benefits of that. And, you know, people who are disabled or who have, um, you know, limited abilities to, uh, to travel or to get to church, mm -hmm. or, you know, there, there's accessibility things with it, but even more um, than that, yeah, the, you know, the, the physical being in space with others is, is definitely, there's components to that that can't be replaced or substituted, right. um, but being online with people, there's also elements to that that can't mm -hmm. be quite as replicated. There's benefits to that, there's ways. And so it's, it's really been surprising for folks. And it's continually surprising when they come into our groups or they, they do these experiences. They're like, wow, I, I really can't believe how much I can feel online mm -hmm. <laughs> and how much still comes through and how much energy is present, um, even though we're not in the same physical space. And it really is like you alluded to that, you know, we through whether it's quantum mechanics or, um, you know, advanced spirituality understandings, right? This, this recognition of non-locality um, mm -hmm. is, is there, right? And so we're not bound by time and space right. um, as much as we think we are. And, you know, that was a big part of the gathering impulse for me was I could never find enough people locally that had that resonance, that kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, we can build a community around this. I always knew even before COVID, right, this, this was going to have to be global. This was going to have to be people all across um, the world who are mm -hmm. coming into this in a certain way. And while there are lots of resonances and connections with people in other ways, like um, finding our, our people mm -hmm. uh, is becoming harder and harder locally, but globally and on the internet more and more possible and accessible. So um, yeah. So, you know, when people come in and experience it and, and part of that is, you know, you mentioned like-minded, like-spirited. I also like to say like-hearted um, yes. or like 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 bodied right mm -hmm. we um you know it, it kind of seems like it doesn't go to like oh this internet this digital space like an embodiment but actually right like you said it's the energy element of it like mm -hmm. i can feel it right now right heather as you and i yes. are talking have uh -huh. this this energetic connection and it's it's flowing between us even though mm -hmm. we're many miles apart right? right um and so especially when we seek to engage in communal spaces and relational spaces with that um, that energetic intention, that embodied mystical focus, right? We're not just in our headspace of talking about ideas or, um, you know, discussion groups or, um, or, or things like that, which are are good and wonderful mm -hmm. as well, right? Um, but when we really integrate more of an embodied presence uh, and create, we co-create a field, yes. energy field among us. Um, 
and that's really what we space points to and what it means mm-hmm. is this shared interior experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. We usually think of the interior being inside of, of any one given person. Um, traditionally, I know You're I'm right. sure a lot of listeners don't, don't um, subscribe to that anymore. Right. But there is so much of how that extends out beyond us and among us um, into a shared interior space. So our groups are really about helping cultivate that experience for folks. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also for folks who have experiences of that, um, right. Of leaning into and engaging with that in the interpersonal space, um, in some kind of particular ways, right? We space, there are other types of we space groups um, within mm-hmm. the integral community and such and beyond. Um, and we have our kind of particular way of doing it that's informed by mysticism and um, evolving Christianity and uh, some some participatory approaches to mm-hmm. uh, to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when, in, you know, there's, there is the, and I'm not good with my Bible. <laughs> That's okay. um, you know, uh, versus, but, you know, when two or more gather, we have that, you know, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it really is talking about that you're creating or you're co-creating a container of energy. And so, um, you know, it's really important, I think, for people to realize that, you know, um, I think we, there's so much still that dualistic philosophy that we're seeing that really it's it's unity consciousness is really what is um where we're coming to and what kind of what you're talking about um Mm -hmm. and and it and it also not being this high-minded thing that is out there but is fully embodied within us so can you talk a little bit more about embodied mysticism and the practice of embodied mysticism yeah absolutely and you know that's that's another element that's core to our our groups and our practices is mm-hmm. um embracing the the integrative field of reality and mm-hmm. so you, know, you mentioned duality and non-duality and oneness and that's um, you know, we we try to in our groups make space for the breadth of human spiritual experience into mm-hmm. the transcendent beyond, um, into the inner being of the divine within us, and then also mm-hmm. into the um, the intimate or uh, interfield of engagement with mm-hmm. spirit in personal forms. That being one another, and also um, the presence of of spirit guides mm-hmm. of the living Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's another way that we, um, we feel into that, right. Where two or three are gathered there. I am like when we read that mystically, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not just like a nice sentiment, like, Oh, Jesus is here. Um, but it really becomes a lived experiential reality. And we, we really lean into mm-hmm. that in our groups that we can be together with our, our guides, mm-hmm. um, just as Jesus was with Moses and Elijah um, on the, on the Mount of Transfiguration. So mm-hmm. um, if he needed guides, maybe, maybe we do too. So um, yes. yeah, so that's part of the embodiment, right? It's not just physical embodiment. Um, right. Although that's a huge part of it. It's also personal embodiment that spirit takes on form mm-hmm. voice and presence. And that can also be with, with the material, world um Mm -hmm. we subscribe to kind of a something called cosmotheandrism right this sense of that the cosmos and humanity and god are all interwoven and interconnected and it's not um they're not separate and so Mm -hmm. in our practice 
we really seek to intentionally engage with that in many forms. And we do that through through a, an embodied practice that we call whole body mystical awakening, um, mm-hmm. which Paul Smith developed, um, drawing from many sources of, of spiritual influence and uh, particularly from the participatory embodied spiritual inquiry um, at the California Institute of Ventricle Studies and um and and beyond but it it kind of draws upon our core centers a lot of people work with the chakras which is wonderful mm-hmm. um we kind of simplify down a little bit to the three core centers that are in a lot of different spiritual traditions of the mm-hmm. head heart and gut um mm-hmm. but then we we added the feet as well mm-hmm. um, because our connection to the earth to material yes. reality is so essential and so vital and important so um so we move through the feet into that grounding and rootedness with mm-hmm. what we um, in our Christian symbolism and language often called the Christ energy, which is that interfusion of the divine and material in all things. Mm-hmm. Um, in the gut space, we actually use the term spiritual womb mm-hmm. that because we really like to tune into one, the feminine side of right. that, which uh, given uh, Christianity's uh, patriarchal history, yes. <laughs> uh, we felt like a little rebalancing is helpful there. Um, yes. To embrace the creative elements of that and the aspects of um, of the spiritual womb that we all have, whether we have a physical mm-hmm. womb or not. Um, and that's a, a deep space of inner abiding and connection to divine source and creativity and, yeah, a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so the spiritual womb and then the heart uh, and the awakened heart, the radiant living heart. Um, that is full of love and presence. And that's especially the relational space, right? And that's where mm-hmm. we primarily connect with one another in the we space, although we can in our other centers as well. Um, right. But but moving to the heart from the head to the heart is a big, mm-hmm. big part of the first step of the journey for many people. Um, and then mm-hmm. we also embrace the head, right? We're not just trying to get out of the head or escape. Right. We want to have that be in a more stilled and present state where we can be open and listening and awakened to. And we find that happens much more easily uh, when we tune into the heart and the body, right? The mind yes. then more still and, and cleared and integrated mm-hmm. rather than a lot of practices which kind of try to quiet the mind with the mind. Right. Um, sort of this like inner uh, spinning dance. <laughs> yes, and it's, and like, yeah. it feels like a cheat or like a hack. Like, oh wow, if I just like go down to my heart, and my body, and then when I come back to my mind, it it feels so much more um, cleared and present and available. Um, so yeah, and then and then there's transcendent spaces through the mind mm-hmm. and, and also the other centers as well. So that's a a brief overview of of the practice. Yeah, yeah, but it's beautiful because you know it's one thing that I teach my clients and, and uh, participants and different things is we always start with a grounding meditation that pulls us from the earth star chakra, Archangel Sandalphon, and then we pull down from the soul star chakra and the grip and, and above that, the great central sun through Archangel Metatron, and we come into the heart space. So it's that grounding centering heart centering um, so that we can move forward from there, that heart resonance. So, and which feels very much um, like that, you know, as I've talked to you before this. And uh, and also I love your, the beautiful um, icon of, and uh, of Integral Christian Network is that radiant heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love that. So, you know, it is that embodiment practice that gets us there. I think so many people live up in their heads or when they start their spiritual practice, there's like, oh, I need to be out here in the the cosmos going around, but they're not grounded into um, 
that material world to mm. have that um really that experience because it doesn't allow us to really connect deeply into uh where we're supposed to be so i really love uh the embodiment practice that you're talking about i mm. noticed that you all have guided meditations is that one of them that people can access yeah, so all of our, our guided meditations are forms of whole body mystical awakening mm-hmm. uh, practice. We have also a, a whole body mystical presencing practice, which is kind of less of a meditation, but a in the moment, every moment kind of attuning to that. Mm. Uh, yeah, our guided meditations, we have a number of recordings uh, on our website that mm-hmm. engage in different ways of experiencing that 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 embodied field, right? Some are more, uh, will tune into one center a little bit more than the mm. other especially we have a few for the spiritual womb because that can tend to be kind of a newer um, or more difficult yeah. space for people to get into. Some are are geared around um, orienting to experiencing with our spirit guides um, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, a number of different forms, but there's some core beginning practices. We both, we have both individual forms um, and we space forms. So some that are designed to practice on your own and some that are designed to practice in a group setting. Um, and those meditations are, yeah, they're on our website. They're also, uh, we have a number of them on the Insight Timer app. If if you use that, um, yeah. you can look up Integral Christian Network and give us a follow and um, yeah, find the meditations there. So it's, oh, um, yeah, all these various ways that we, you know, really dedicate to that practice because um, yeah, like our neural grooves, our patterning, our conditioning, right, tends to be mm-hmm. so, right, mind oriented, or you know, so it takes that that dedicated, ongoing practice, mm-hmm. and uh, to move into the heart, to move deeper into the the body, and um, and I want to say a word as well about that, just in relation to to Christianity, uh, mm-hmm. because. You know, or the integral Christian network. And that's something that uh, people <clears throat> sometimes struggle with, right? Oh, yes. Why do you have Christian in your name, right? You know, aren't mm-hmm. we kind of beyond that? Like we're evolving. Um, and I totally sympathize and understand that my own journey and evolving through that, uh, you know, it, it is, um, yeah, there can be lots of, of associations and, mm-hmm. and difficulties with that. And, and Christianity, I think as many people experience it, tends to be a very heady thing these days, right? And a lot mm-hmm. of maybe kind of Western forms or um, or maybe in the heart somewhat, but it, it's often hard up, um, hard up. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, we're really seeking to to really deepen in that embody. And actually, one of my mm-hmm. favorite things is um, there's a, a a quote from Jesus that says, from your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Mm. Um, and actually the word that he uses in the Greek is the word womb. Um, so Ooh, yeah. Jesus did point to this deeper flow of life and vitality um, that we can tune into as well. So, um, yeah, we, we really, you know, are a space for a lot of folks who... Um, <clears throat> are post-religious and yes. have come into the mystical or we have a lot of people who are pastors or uh, ministers, but uh, you know, they're, they're, they're looking for something a little bit more than what they experience in traditional church, or maybe they've left the church or maybe they're not even Christian. Um, we have definitely have a number of people who've come that, that have no background with Christianity, but uh-huh. are drawn to the practices in uh-huh. the community. Um, but yeah, for a lot of folks, it's, it's kind of a, a sense of being able to return home to some of that mm-hmm. deep, deep um, you know, foundational 
uh, symbology and experience mm-hmm. and way of encountering the divine, right? Um, not as an absolute and then as an exclusionary type of Christianity anymore, right. but in a, an integrated field where we can learn from so many of these other traditions and also embrace um, the goodness that has come from from the the, the wonderful Christian mystical tradition um, and beyond and be together in community in that. So that's part of the embodiment as well, right? I think mm-hmm. sometimes when we evolve and, you know, we, we, we have to differentiate, we have to distance ourselves from the thing that we were entangled in. Um, right. That's really wonderful. And sometimes that leads us on to different paths. And especially if there's been a lot of trauma or abuse or, mm-hmm. you know, major difficulty with that religious background or upbringing, um, it might not be the the path to return back to, right? It might need to take on other forms and that's wonderful. Um, but for a number of folks who, um, who are craving or seeking some kind of like reconciliation or reintegration with that part of their past or that part of their spirituality, um, hopefully our community really provides a, a space for that. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you addressed that because I think that's so important because we do see a lot of people out there who are seeking after um, religious trauma or uh, things like that that happened in their lives uh, from a structure. And so the word Christian could trigger them, you know, and it is can be kind of a trigger word that we're hearing right now for for some people. Um, So I am so glad that you explained that because that's not what it is. Christ consciousness is not about that, uh, about control and abuse and duality or even um, those those structures. It's about that openness and uh, embodiment and unity. I love that you shared that that uh, verse because it's so true about the the flow and the the because that's what the sacral is all about i mean if you're looking at from the chakra perspective it you know it's beautiful i'm getting a little tangenty here but i just i loved hearing that so um that Mm -hmm. is great so if someone would want to connect, and I know a lot of people will because this is, it's just, it's beautiful. I love that you all are taking, um, I, I think we see sometimes in modern, um, more fundalist churches, we're seeing um, uh, a lot of performative type of stuff and we're missing that ritualistic part um, that was what I loved about uh, religion when mm. I, you know, when I was a kid um, and growing up, you know, uh, through mm. Lutheran and Catholic was that beautiful uh, uh, ritual. And it sounds the um, practice that you all do is a beautiful ritual of, of it. And so when people are wanting to connect with you, do you all have weekly, is it like weekly Sunday meetings or is it, it, can people go, oh, on a Tuesday, I want to come, I want to meet within a group and, you know, are there just multiple opportunities for connection? Mm. Yeah, thanks for asking that. And, And first, yeah, just kind of a word on that. Um, movement from performative religious experience, or um, sometimes I call it like content broadcasting uh, yes. forms. 
spiritual gathering. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the ritual, right? So like, you know, traditional Catholicism, right? the ritual of that, I, we hear a lot of stories of people talk about the magic of that when they were mm-hmm. kids. But still, right? They they love to go to mass just to like, but then a lot of the language and the, mm-hmm. you know, conflictual, right? So yes. um, reclaiming and reintegrating and, and recreating forms of ritual is a huge, huge part of, of this evolution. Mm, I love it. Really you know, what the, what the ritual ties us into is the deep magical um, structure of consciousness. And that's mm-hmm. also rooted in the womb and the deep belly. Um, so we have our mental, right. We have our, our mythic our relational consciousness often very much in the heart. And then mm-hmm. that magic underpinning um, that, that we want to reintegrate and embrace, right? Celebrate mm-hmm. the woo, like move into it, right? Bring it back yes. into conscious participation and um, and to do that through ritual, but also to do that through, um, that's what we mean by participatory. So mm. um, when we consciously engage and commit to uh, moving into the mystical space, right? Mm-hmm. We are choosing to engage in that. Um, in a way, when we bring our whole body into it, right, we're not just talking about it, or sharing past experiences, right, we're yeah. engaged in the current movement of the present, in a participatory way, like we mm-hmm. are consciously co creating that in the shared field among Love us it. in mm-hmm. any space that we gather in ICN. So, mm-hmm. um, so whether that's a we space group, or yeah, we do have other forms, uh, we have a Sunday morning gathering, uh, I guess it depends on your time zone, some people are joining uh, in the evening, we have mm-hmm. folks from like 25 different countries um, that are a part ah, of our community. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, weekly Sunday gathering, and that's a little bit more of a contemplative space, um, mm-hmm. where we do have an embodied practice we actually call it whole body mystical communion meditation oh that's um, so lovely. we are we are being the body of christ as we share in that that communion practice together and then um, we have weekly articles that we put out every week kind of teaching and uh, writing about this uh, this way of experiencing and um, mm-hmm. engaging with the practices and theology and an evolution of all this. So we, we, um, we share uh, an excerpt from that and, and have some discussion around that uh, along with music. And it's, it's kind of like a, you know, taking that, that cosmic groove of that Sunday morning space and like mm-hmm. gather in a different way around that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's an open space that people can come to anytime. We also have a, a weekly meeting on Thursdays that we call co-exploration, which is a little bit more of like a, um, a participatory engagement with uh, sharing and group conversation mm-hmm. around our experiences on a different thematic topic. Our we space groups though, we, we have enrollment periods and that's a, uh, something that people sign up for and commit to an engagement because that that's Love sort it. of the the core initiation entry point where um, where we're forming that intimate community mm-hmm. and you know when you just come together kind of ad hoc and um, you know join when you can you can create a field right you can definitely mm-hmm. experience that we um, but there is something uh, much more deeper and um, and significant when we have that committed constant engagement with with a yes. core group of others mm-hmm. um, and we initiate we, we you know we we roll we kind of show the different elements of the practice um, over the first few sessions so people can learn mm-hmm. that and can you know gradually step into that experience and it is a big integrative field right so some mm-hmm. people um, it's not like you got to check all these boxes and do all these things, right? right. It's, like, it's all this this field of possibility where we can experience this. You know, we've had mm-hmm. folks who, um, you know, have have difficulty with one of these centers. Maybe they had heart surgery, 
Yeah. And, uh, they can't get into their heart and say, that's okay. You know, be in, <laughs> be in your right. feet. But, uh, you know, those are there, they're accessible. Even if someone has struggle with one space, it usually means they're, they're a little bit better at getting into another space mm -hmm. so we can complement each other and, and, you know, create in that, in that relational mm -hmm. field, um, a good, a good balance and mix. And some people, you know, are really into spirit guides and some people are like, Ooh, I don't know about that. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't sense that. I don't have that. And I'm like, uh -huh. okay, that's great. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's a big field of experience. So yeah, our we space groups, um, start, start a, a two times a year usually. Um, and it's a four month commitment to, mm. uh, to commit to like experiencing that right. Eight sessions and some in between stuff, one-on-one -on -one meetings to, mm -hmm. to really cohere that field, um, and get the full we space experience. Um, so that's, that's the main way people can kind of really dive in, but yeah, mm -hmm. there's also those, those other times that, that people can join and get a taste or an experience of what it's like. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I love that you all do those deeper, um, experiences, you know, with intentionality and presence, um, and that commitment to it, because that's how we do grow is through, mm -hmm. through our own individual work, but also through a uh, community and co-creation. So thank you for expanding on that, uh, question and, and addressing all of that. I really appreciate you doing that. So you said that, you um, have uh, your meditations on, I know they're on the website, but they're also on Insight Timer. If any of you have um, not experienced Insight Timer, it's a wonderful app for meditation. And you're on there as the Integral Christian Network, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh huh. And people can um, connect with uh, the Integral Christian Network through your website, which is integralchristiannetwork.org and um, any other ways to connect with you all? Yeah, those are definitely, you know, the, the website's the, the best way. Um, we are mm -hmm. on Instagram and, and, um, and Facebook, but mm -hmm. yeah, the, you know, yeah, the website and, and really, you know, we have a, an online community page for once, once people enter into the community and join okay. a group that are part of that. Um, but we really prioritize the the face to face um, mm -hmm. you know, an active living field. Um, that's another thing around community um, is is you know we have this individualism in our spirituality that's kind of mm -hmm. baked into culture a lot as well. And mm -hmm. so, really, you know, <clears throat> calling forth that that invitation that that longing for true and deep community. Um, yes. And so, you know, we while we can get tastes of that on social media, I can get kind of you know, an experience of that with having similarities, um, with folks that we read or, mm -hmm. um, you know, follow a newsletter, you know, there's all these different ways of community that we can engage and they all have their value and goodness right. and benefit. Um, but, but yeah, that call to a deeper engagement in the we space and in the mystical field, um, while it's not person in person physically, mm -hmm. right. The face-to-face, -face, the, the, the engagement in that way, we've just, found is is crucial and essential so that's that's the best way and i know that can be a little yes. scary for some folks right diving into a, a zoom call that that you don't know anyone or it's <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a little like um you know trepidation there perhaps but um but yeah that that's the best way to do it um is to to get into the the live field and and see yes. what it's about and really feel it you know like listening to this yeah. podcast right i hope people can feel that a little bit like i mentioned mm -hmm. 
right? We're we're in, we're engaging in that field. We're not just discussing these ideas, right? Right. It's alive and it's living and it's dynamic for for us here. And that also is invitational and can be felt and experienced by people who are participating in this podcast in in a passive way, right? In a receptive right. way, they're listening it, they're receiving it, um, <clears throat> and and that's wonderful. And there's a lot of ways that we we get that in our life. And then and then right when is the call to step forward into mm-hmm owning your your uniqueness your goodness your creativity yes. your beauty your embodied presence and bringing that into mm-hmm. community um, so whether that's with ICN or, or elsewhere or otherwise or with your work Heather I mean that's mm-hmm. that's such a crucial part of um, of stepping into um, being who we are and and actively engaging yes. in being the the um, the Christ consciousness, right. That transforms the world that, that transforms ourselves mm-hmm. and others, right. Maybe the world's a little lofty, um, but we can <laughs> right? how we show up um, yeah. in living that out is, um, is really the call. And to do that, to have that space where we can be supported by, mm-hmm. by community, by healing workers, by, um, you know, the wonderful, wonderful support that you offer and, um, mm-hmm. and all sorts of other forms is that I think that's the, that's the, the, the cutting edge of, of evolution right now, right? That um, we're, we don't need to gather around um, in ways that we have in the past that are just kind of consuming and, um, right. you know, like entertainment spaces, right? But really being called forth that we all have a role to play and a part. Oh, you got me mm-hmm. preaching. I'm not a preacher. It's I good. <laughs> hey, I love it. Keep going. We, I know, I love it. Keep, uh, yeah, keep talking because it's so important. Yeah. A lot of people are craving this. So go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's just the passion, right? You know, that's, uh-huh. that's the call. it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I sat in church for so many years, just mm-hmm. like, I remember even going to a conference one time and it was, it was like this, this, uh, this experience that I thought was going to be this you know coming together and sharing and it was just like you know four people up on a stage and I was just like ah oh, I was just like dying inside like no like that's that's you know we I don't I don't think we have have time for that anymore you know yes we mm-hmm. want to learn from from people who are wise and experienced mm-hmm. and absolutely but the call is for us to step into um everyone their ownership mm-hmm. and participation in living into our divine life um personally collectively and globally so that's yeah. uh, and it's so true. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it the word that comes up for me that it's it's not a hierarchy. It is yeah. really we're all here as divine beings coming together with our own uh, gifts mm-hmm. and uh, purpose, and we all can learn from each other. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that that's a huge part of it, right? From mm-hmm. hierarchy to uh, network. That's why we we say. Ooh, yeah, that. yeah. Aim, right that this is a network community right that we all have different gifts and abilities and mm-hmm. different um you know forms of of living into that mm-hmm. uh so the network is not just those who are within our organization or organism right but it extends far out beyond into this collaborative creative field of evolution of all these different mm-hmm. groups and communities and um and workers and and livers who are uh seeking to to do this and be this right now so it's yeah it's it's mm-hmm. like no more, no more uh, divide between the the clergy and the laity, right? That's like, nope, yeah. nope, <laughs> right? Get rid of that hierarchy, right? We all have have places and ways that we um, mm-hmm. have to enact this in our lives if we're going to see meaningful change and transformation. Yeah, and we all can learn from each other. Everyone brings their own lived experiences together, and as long as we are open hearted 
Um, I'm shifting it from open-minded to open-hearted um, yeah, is, yeah. I mean, because we've got that. I mean, we can be open-minded as well, but when we are connected into our heart, we are open to other people's um, ways of being and sharing. So I love it. Luke, thank you uh, for your presence here today, for your connection and your time. Um, I am so glad that we got to talk. And is there anything else you would like to share before we wrap up this podcast today? Yeah, no, just thank you. Thank you for having me on and for, yeah, opening this this field of exploration and, and conversation. Um, yeah, I just feel really enlivened by it and um, I'm, I'm grateful for, um, yeah, the work you're doing and for, uh, yeah, spaces like this to, to you know, give voice to, to, um, to this kind of work that I'm doing and I'm sure, yeah, many others that you talk with. And um, yeah, that's just really enlivening to, um, to see and recognize how um, how much the field, the arena, the 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 scope of of wisdom, wellness, and woo is is really <laughs> developing and and coming forth so much more in this this time. Yes. Um, and that's all part of the 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 evolution, right? So we're doing our little part um, yes. with folks where there's resonance there, and then the the network extends much further and beyond. So um, yeah, I just always feel really grateful and appreciative to to get to be a part of that and to feel into and, um, you know, kind of roll through one of those little channels of, um, of the neural, uh, interconnectedness amongst, um, folks who are doing this sort of work like you. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you again so much. You all have um, a podcast, you have your uh, weekly newsletter. So people go to integralchristiannetwork.org and you can sign up, uh, participate if this resonates with you. This has been the Integra Podcast, where we talk about everything wisdom, wellness, and woo. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Like, subscribe, and you catch us today and next time.